Hey everybody, this is Steve. And this is Parnell. And we are back. We're uh, back to podcasting. I have no idea what number we're on anymore. I do. So I looked. I looked before you sat down. What, what number are we on? Can you guess? Uh, 34. Ooh, 35. Oh, so I, was, I was pretty dang close. Um, anyways, it's been a long time <laughs> since our last podcast and a lot of stuff has changed. Parnell's bought a thousand uh, arcade one-ups. He's got <laughs> new pinball machines. My wife divorced me. <laughs> uh, and uh i'm back to playing destiny 2 so i'm going back into the past oh this episode should just be updates then yeah i don't know we can start with local arcade stuff so yeah i guess we could talk let's do that let's talk about our, our local arcades that have been popping up and stuff like that so we have a brand new uh taco arcade that has opened up uh <clears throat> right across the harbor i went to the pop-up and i know we talked about that and I don't think we podcasted since, like, because uh, they're open now. They opened March 5th. Right. We talked about it before it opened. Correct. Now it's open, and uh, I know we definitely have not given our thoughts and views on it. Um, uh, what's the name of it again? Do you know the Taco Arcada. Arcadia? Okay. Is that, that that's for sure the name of it? Mm, anyways, something so, like that. All right. So, anyways, it's something like that. It's in uh, Duluth, Minnesota. It's in Lincoln Park. Right. Uh, Lincoln Park right now... Uh, that whole entire area, it used to be like a, just a dangerous scumville, but they have really done uh, a good job of... They're reinvigorating yeah, it. Yeah, like gentrifying it or whatever you want to call um, it. So it's now old it's, shopping space that just gone to shit. Yeah, well, it, they've re-upped everything, so now it's this really cool... It's like a uh, hip, hip part of town? Well, it's definitely a hipster part of town. Like The whole entire place is now like all craft brewing and all these neat little shops, so... They have completely redone the whole entire neighborhood. And in that neighborhood, they put in this really cool uh, barcade where... That is trademarked. Well, like Kleenex, we get the idea when I say barcade. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So they filled it with arcade machines and a lot of old pinball machines. And what are your opinions on it? We'll start with you first. Go ahead. Okay. So I don't... We kind of had some games on route, so like you could say it's competition, but I don't foresee it as competition because there's just nothing up here to play. Right. So it's and good. It's in to, a different area. It is, and it's a different spot. It's further away, but the town has nothing here. So even if there was five places to play pinball, mm-hmm. it's better for the community. Agreed. Um, one of the cool parts is uh, I kind of got to know the tech there named Mike, and so. Him and I have talked a bunch, and I know that he's excited, and he's trying to get some either tournaments or a league. I showed my interest in playing in them and also any help that he needs. So it's just going to be better for the community so that we can get something going. Because there's a handful of uh, people who are pretty serious about it that play at the Rex and Average Joe's and now the Taco Bar. Um, and there's not there's maybe a handful like under five that are very serious about it they who they play there not daily but every day of the week um what like the like like tuesday yeah Yeah. one 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 person's there and they're playing batman or sopranos or whatever the Mm -hmm. new black knight and they're there for an hour like hammering on and getting their top score well same with uh the monsters there's a few that are dedicated to that game yeah exactly are really dedicated to putting their name up on top so they might not own games but they definitely want to play and they're a little more serious so those Mm -hmm. are the people that we'd want in a league um but but your opinion on on, space on the games on uh the whole entire field just the so the hard part is parking down there is a pain in the ass 
you have to find street parking. There's a parking lot in the back. It's usually full because it's shared with the brewery, yep. uh, Bent Paddle. And then <clears throat> the parking lot across the street behind OMC is also usually full because OMC is packed 24-7. So parking is a little bit of a pain. It's not bad if you can walk a block. Um, the They had, uh, I don't know if it's a local artist or it's an artist who kind of did a bunch of arcade or pop culture of the 90s and 80s painting everywhere which is really cool he also had a bunch of uh, arcade games that were kind of too hard to restore so they cut them up so there's like uh, side panels of games arcade games and uh, the marquees put all over the walls so it looks pretty cool there's some posters i think of superman and batman and um one of the interesting parts was when i got the tour at the pop-up they had walked us through the space mm-hmm. And they had grand plans. They had, they were wanting to do two floors of uh, games and maybe even a third. So they were talking about the basement, the main floor, and then maybe even making a catwalk. And um, as you know, in our field, your plan sometimes never gets realized because of either cost or time or difficulties with the building or whatever. Sure. So what... What, what they opened with was the main floor only. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's one room. Mm-hmm. The basement is kind of held currently. It's uh, non-restored, but it's uh, holding all their um, drinks and beers and all that stuff. All the Just all their stock is yeah. downstairs. Yeah. Um, the taco part is fed by their it's like sister company, which is next one store away from them yep. called Corktown. Um, so they make the tacos there, then they just kind of escort them over. And so you can eat at the bar right. or take them to go. But right. um, he might just rearranged when I picked up one of my games from him um, or one of his games I bought. But he rearranged it so the pinballs that they own are on one wall. And then the 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 rented Midwest coin stuff is on the other wall. Mm-hmm. That'll also help with flow. Because he, had, he like, uh, had intermixed everything. So it kind of had a cool arcade feel. And it just felt natural, like if games just put in there. Yeah. But what was happening was certain games would be played a lot, and then you would get bunched up there. Yeah. So now all the pinballs are on one side. So like, if if a ton of kids are playing crane games or people playing big buck, they're kind of out of the way of the pinball players. Okay. Um, which is which is going to be good for if if he gets a tournament or a league set up, it'll be nice to have uh, space for the yeah. people playing pinball. Um and. He's been open for a couple months now, so he should be getting into the swing of maybe more normal um, busyness. And when you say he, are you referring to the tech or are you referring I'm, to the owner? Both? Uh, Tom's the owner. I'm not sure how often he's there. Mike is the guy I talk to. He's the tech. He's, he's also an employee. He's actually doing... He's doing like the maintenance of the games, moving sure. them around. Um, and there's a manager of the store. I just don't know who he is. I, I only know Mike, so... Mm-hmm. He kind of has the, he's on uh, the pinball pulse for that place. Right. Um, they did get a Black Knight Pro. Which is big news. Which is big news. This is the only one we have up in the area. Like um, Mike uh, here in Superior has the Munsters. Uh, Mike at the Taco Bar, different person, but Taco Bar got a Black Knight. Um, so I assume between the two of us, um, we'll have a new Stern on route. And so that'll actually be nice. Uh, just for differences in town for route play. And hopefully at Average Joe's we can get a couple of my games. I know that I was supposed to have a bunch of games fixed, but it has not. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Taco Bar, 
Um, I me, did you go with me the first day, like the first week it was open? No, I did not. The tacos came out kind of slow, but you know that really is. It was a busy. It was packed. They really figuring their stuff out. It sounds like things are smoothed out. Um, they got things down. So they've also changed up their beer lineup. They only had Mexican cervezas. Now they've changed that, and they have a, a local brewery from like Superior there called Earthrider. And I want to say they had maybe Castle Danger on tap, not on tap, but the cans. Sure. Um, not a ton of people are really big on the Mexican beer, so I'm glad they brought in some of the local local brews to mix it up because i mean i like corona but it better be really cold with a lime um and it's nice to have something else other than that Mm -hmm. i i I think we talked about maybe what games they have they have the new ninja turtles they have no i don't think we have talked about oh okay no because before we talked about it you just had said like when it was all just studs and stuff like that, oh, you yeah, only like mentioned a couple of the games that were there. Whereas now that it's actually out, we actually know what kind of games are there. So, yeah, when it comes to arcade games, they have uh, the new TMNT game. Go ahead. It's very fun, but it's set so hard that to even beat one level, it's $5 plus. Yeah, it's a lot it of money. It is ridiculous. Right. It's, it's a very brutal game that just keeps knocking you down constantly to the point where... To get anywhere, like you said, it's going to cost a lot of dollars, and it's just, it's not fun after a while, because nope. you want to be able to get a little ways with $1. You want to be, I'm not saying you have to beat the whole entire first level with $1, maybe two. I'm okay with $2 to be able to beat the first level, but to be able to fir- beat the first level and it costs you like 10 bucks or something like that, it's like, whoa, 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 hold on. I need to, I want to play the game, you know what I mean? And you don't even have a chance, You in, the no. way that's set up right now. And yeah. I'm sure that's probably just in settings. I'm sure they can just turn it down. You should be able to turn it down, like, easy mode or even mm-hmm. less hits for the boss. Right. Because there's not... Uh, I don't think there's even a, de- a defense button, is there? You just have to keep moving around. Yeah, I don't think so. I think it's so, attack and jump. I'm sure probably the way that it's set up would be just how much damage that they inflict on you would be the uh, the determining factor of how far you can get in the level with just how much money that you put in. You didn't really say what your rating is on it or how you actually feel about it. How do you feel about it? I mean, so you th- I thought the food was slow when you first went. But, but see, that's like the this is the first week. And right. every restaurant that's going to open is going to have this problem. Um, I don't think I've ordered tacos again. The, the next times I went, it was all, not dead, but there's only a handful of people. So right. everything was fine. I didn't order food, though. I just got a beer and played Black Knight. Right. That is one thing about any company that when it first opens up, you only have one impression. You only have your first impression to really uh, prove if you're good or not. And I think m- they were probably slow when when they first opened up. So then that inflicts in people's minds that that place is slow or whatever. I never got my food, you know, stuff like that. Um, my opinion on it is uh, I think that it is a great idea that was maybe not executed perfectly. I think that it's visually really cool in there. I think it sounds really cool in there. I think it sounds like an arcade. You got all these machines going on. You have a lot of voices in there. It's cool to just be in there. I think it looks, I think the environment is really cool. I think the bar setup is cool. I think throughout the whole entire building is is really neat. Um, I think their use of space is good. I think that the arcade games, the actual arcade games that are in there uh, stink uh, because of the fact that that, uh, the new TMNT game, I think it's a good game. 
but it's just set way too difficult. The other big arcade game that they have in there, which I'm sure is a high-profile game, but it's not a good game, is uh, the the new Injustice. Justice League. Yeah, Injustice. It's a terrible it's game. It's terrible. It's a garbage. I, it was a good idea for... It's a good idea for Adventure Zone because sure. it's more little kids. Right. If you are a four-year-old, this game is for you. If you're anyone older than that, this game's boring as sin because all you do is smash one button the whole entire time. It's super stupid. Uh, then they have Big Buck HD, which obviously is a is a good game. Yep, yep. money maker. And then they have like a sixty in one arcade cab that they just got recently. I forgot um, about that one, which is good. That's... I think it's set on free play. Oh really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Oh, um, that'd be fun. That's that's got like. Pac-Man, Galaga, all your class, mm-hmm. all the main classics are going to be on that Donkey Kong and all that jazz. So that's going to be a big... Um, Mike had said that that was a requested. Like, we want old games, and it's like, here you go. Because I think in the newspaper article, before they even opened, it said they were going to have a mix of old arcade and pinball. Right. Uh, I like the pricing on all the the pinball, the pinball machines. It's usually like just a quarter, maybe 50 cents. So you can play a lot of games for not a whole lot of money. Yep, I would agree. Uh, the only one that's a dollar is the new Stern game, which and that's that makes normal. sense. It has to be a dollar because they pay a lot of money for that brand new one. Uh, I think there are some pretty neat games in there too. I had never played the Flintstones before, so I really enjoyed the Flintstones, and that's I think only a quarter. And I like the way that it kind of like how Batman Forever it has a looping oh, uh, yeah. ramp that goes all the way below and stuff like that. It has the, a lot goes of cool below stuff. your flippers and comes back up. Yep, uh, I enjoyed quite a few of the games. Also, quite a few of the games are broken, uh, or at least they were when I played. Uh, when I say quite a few, I mean, like, let's, say, let's say there's 20 games there. Uh, probably four of the games were broken, which is a good chunk of the, those 20 games. And uh, there was one game that uh, its audio was just super loud and super garbled. So it was like, blah, 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 just like screaming in your ears. I'm like, oh my god. So I just walked over to it and I just turned it off because... I knew everybody else in the area, whenever somebody tried to put it in a quarter, because they don't know better, they put it in a quarter, and everyone in the area is like, oh my god, don't do this. And it would come <laughs> on, and everyone's just trying to like flee the area, because it sounds so terrible. So I just walked over and just turned it off, and I just told uh, the manager, hey, one of your machines is just really effed up. You need to take, <laughs> take a look at it. Uh, but again, I think that it is an amazing concept. I do not care for the food. I like Mexican food a lot. I really do. But these are like... like They're really gourmet. Yeah, they're gourmet custom tacos. And they're street. They're small. Yeah. And they're so gourmet that to me it's like this isn't isn't what I wanted. Just throw some pico de gallo on there and I'm good to go. Yeah, you're like Taco Bell is amazing. So a basic taco. Right. But I mean even like like, let's say a street taco. You got some meat in there, some pico de gallo, and that's pretty much about it. And then here you go. Have a nice day. Maybe if you want uh, like... Uh, more Americanized one, you'll put some cheese in, you know, lettuce oh, on it sure. and stuff like that. But uh, they were putting like pickled beets and stuff on it, and it's like, it's well, very, what is this? Yeah. I, I don't know anyone who would want to order this. But um, so I didn't really necessarily care for the food, but I like the idea a lot. Um, uh, I They had guacamole and chips and stuff like that, so that, that's cool. I can eat that all day. Um, so I guess I would be more snacking if I was there because uh, when I tried some of their different foods, it I didn't really care for it. Um, if they change their menu, which I doubt they will, uh, I'll probably order more tacos. But for now, I'll go in there just like the nachos and uh, 
the guacamole and stuff. Um, and I, again, I thought that the look was good. I didn't care for the food. I thought that the games were okay. They didn't have great games, but the price balanced it out. So maybe they're not great, but it's only a quarter. So who cares? Um, I don't know. I'd give it, I'd give it a B. I thought it was, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, uh, if you had great food, I'd be there all day. Um, if they had like Taco Bell serving in there, <laughs> or or just some other, it doesn't have to be Taco Bell. I, I, I'm exaggerating when I say that, but I mean uh, any other, I guess, kind of Mexican joint that's there. When you think of Mexican, you made me think of this taste or this feel. Uh, it didn't really have any of that. They were just trying to be so cool and hipster that they added all these weird gourmet stuff in there. It's like no one's, no one's asking for this, guys. You guys are deliberately trying to force us something, you know, that no one wants to eat. So I don't know. Well, you brought your kids there one yeah. time. I remember I, I didn't yeah. go, but you went down there with your kids. Mm-hmm. What, what did they think? Uh, they thought it was pretty. They thought it was pretty good. Uh, they were not as impressed with it as I thought that they would be because they they wanted to play like just like the claw machines and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is fine, but I can play a claw machine at a Perkins, so it doesn't really <laughs> it. I I was kind of disappointed that they didn't want to just be playing the pinball machines the whole entire time. But it is what it is. All right. Um, they have a wide variety of games. They have I don't know if the Stern Galaxy is out there. Um, the the what happened was they got Stern like a Galaxy. It's a game from the eighties. Sure. Uh, from Stern Electronics, but they bought a big kind of barn find. All the games kind of probably had problems. Mike's been working on them, and then only uh, twelve games or whatever will fit in the bar. Okay. The other ones were. On the other side, so that that's actually how many are in there. It's, it's twelve. Yeah. Okay. Um, only some will fit uh, because they don't have two or three floors. So he had left some on the other side of the street, which was now being turned into the whiskey bar probably this week. And so he was trying to sell some off to to make room and then money to fund a new game. Okay. Um, which is what happened. Um, he, I purchased F fourteen from him. F fourteen Tomcat's a System Eleven. Um, has some problems. But uh, I should be able to fix it, and then we'll put it on route at Average Joe's. Is it technically playable right now? No. Okay. I was just curious. Uh, the 50-volt line that fires uh, like saucer coils and lockball coils mm-hmm. is not working. Uh, when I hit it with my multimeter, it was at 75 volts. Kind of a lot. So I shipped all the boards out to my board guy because it's like, if it's going to be on route, I'd rather have them kind of quote-unquote bulletproofed instead of... Putting, fixing the 50 volt, putting it on route, and then all of a sudden, dumb little things break. And I don't, I don't, I'd rather not have to go back and fix dumb little things. I want to get the boards all freshened up, and then I put the game out, and it just runs. Okay. Um, so those will be out uh, probably four weeks. But Are you planning on putting... So it's still not out on route is uh, uh, Baywatch and stuff like that. Are those going out on route? Baywatch, Black Knight or planned so this thursday when we do pinball yeah i'll probably be working on black knight because i want to get that done because i was at the rex fixing they watch batman done right now right it needs some switches i have some new switches it seems really done it seems all right but what, there's something that's not done on it the lock shot under the ramp like you hit up the watchtower or lookout tower okay the lifeguard tower yeah. it's supposed to pop up that switch like kind of works now but it's supposed to pop up as the ball's coming up the ramp and then lock it. And it only works, like, I guess 70% of the time. Okay. So I got new switches. There's a couple of ramp switches what that don't work. What happens if it doesn't pop? It doesn't lock a ball. Okay. If I it, And maybe disabling that pop-up 
the ramp pop. Maybe it, if you disable it in the menu, maybe it'll do a virtual lock, but I'm not sure. Because then that would work. I could do a virtual lock instead. Hmm. But then you can't get multi-ball because the lock doesn't work. Right. Um, so that game has tons of shots. Should be fun. I, I don't... I know that the angle I'm supposed to set the game at is not normally six and a half because it plays funny. So I got to figure out, I got to maybe even make it steeper so it plays a little faster because it's mm-hmm. kind of floaty. Uh, Black Knight needs the ramp to the right has um, a swing gate and that piece that goes over the top is not the right one. So I have to fab one up. Then I need to get mylar circles on the magnet on the play field so that they don't the ball doesn't burn through the paint sure that's ready to go so that one's actually like 95 percent done black knight and when i was at the rex fixing batman batman broke hard um all of a sudden i get you know hey batman's not working so i go down there and the left flipper won't flip and half the gi's out and a bunch of other weird crap so I dug in, and a couple of fuses were blown, so I put in the fuses, got the lights on. And then I started digging the left flipper, and I'm like, oh, the fuse is out. So I put in the fuse in and turn the game on, and boom, fuse goes. Mm-hmm. And I started digging into it more, and I was like, oh, it looks like the transistor is bad. So I take the board home, put a new transistor in, bring it back. Still blows a fuse. I'm like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. So I bring it back home, and I put a new diode and a fuse on because the diode is not on the flipper coil. It's on the board, which is kind of a pain in the ass. Still blows. I'm like, what the fuck? And so at this point, I think I was about ready to leave for California, and I said, screw this. I, this game's been down for a couple weeks just because it's hard for me to find time to get down there uh, with, with family crap going on every day after work. And then um, I, would go, I went down there twice, and the bartender didn't know where the key was because it wasn't uh, a normal bartender. So it's sure. like, ugh. So finally, I... One, I got a key. I got the key, made a copy, which no one in town had a key to do it. I went to a locksmith, and he managed to make a random how how weird patio is this door. Key? It's just a standard arcade key. How come they can't make a copy of it? I don't know. Okay, all right, go on. He it, like some sliding door key was the one he cut. And he goes, I don't know if this is gonna work. So even he didn't know. Did it work though? It worked. It's a little. Obviously, when you cut a new key, it's not, like, worn in. Right. So it's a little finicky, but it works, and that's fine. Gotcha. So I, I ended up ordering a new board. It's a CPU board, or the uh, I.O. board, input-output, so it has all the transistor drivers. And I said, screw it, and I ordered a new one. And they're expensive. There's almost $500. I think it's crazy how fast it went down. You had it up and running, posting about it, and then it went down hard after that, right? No, because I posted up when I, uh, when I fixed it. Okay, so it's working right now? Yeah. Okay. So this was like weeks ago. Gotcha. gotcha. Like a month ago. I, I thought that this conversation was, was more present because I remember you oh, posting yeah. up about how it was all good and running again. Gotcha. All right. New board came in, brought it down there, powered it on, got new fuses, everything works. And I was like, crap. So I bundled up that input-output board with the F14 boards and shipped all those off. So that'll get fixed. And if you remember, Sopranos CPU board blew three months ago, sure. maybe even longer. Uh, that board is on its way back now this week. So I'll have a, a spare CPU board. Okay. 
Um, Monsters has been fine. It's probably made, it's probably easily has over 1,500 plays now. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, what's funny is when you look at plays, you have to make sure you look at the right audit because there's plays, which could be free plays and yep. everything. Yep. Then there's total credits run through it. Um, and I confused myself at one point when I looked at all like total games played and I was like, Oh man, this game's like so close to being halfway paid off. And then all of a sudden I looked the next time I looked at total credits played and I was like, Oh, right. A little bit lower. Right. Um, and I did update the code to 1.0, uh, per maybe a month ago, mm-hmm. which unfortunately wipes out all the scores. And so <laughs> the top player named Ty, he's gonna have to put his name back on the board. I tried one night. I almost put 20 bucks through it, um, and I did not get anywhere close. Do you know if he's put his name on it yet? I have not gone back there. I need I need to talk to Mike Lemon, so I, I'll swing back up. Um, um, okay. What else? I fixed Batman. Batman's back up. Um, I want to put my games on route at Average Joe's because they open for lunch. It's way closer to me. It's... Open during the day. It has windows. I can see crap. Uh, mm-hmm. The Rex is just in a basement. It's dark. Mm-hmm. And when I go down there to fix stuff, I had to bring a flashlight. Mm-hmm. Even more than one. Sure. Um, and there's just no space. There's space, but it's just not good. To stay in the arcade environment and, I guess, conversation, you have a bunch of brand new arcade one oh my that God. we have not talked about yet. So you didn't just buy one. You, like, got one, then all of a sudden you got the rest. <laughs> I don't own all of them, but what happened was I we we've been eyeing them up for a while. Yeah, and finally, and for those who don't know what an arcade one, oh, up, it's, it's, it's a new company that that's kind of popped up last year, and uh, essentially it's like an IKEA setup where you you build the whole entire arcade cabinet yourself, and it has uh, usually about four games, right, per and cabinet, it, which is nice that we don't have to buy. You know, a whole entire cabinet per game, and it's three three fourths size. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit shorter than, than normal. It's perfect for kids. And if you are an adult who wants to play it, they sell for like twenty bucks, or sometimes you can get them even cheaper, like like eleven bucks at Walmart. And uh, they're little tiny stands that go underneath them, which then raise it up to one foot. So it's yeah. almost the height of a standard game. Mm-hmm. But um, when they're lowered, they're perfect for like a a small kid. But anyways, oh, my daughter's almost two, and she can pretty much reach uh and then it's perfect height for me on my knees yeah so i play i left a couple of them at home i'll be bringing one of them in but uh so what happened was centipede and asteroids dropped from 2.99 to 75 dollars which is super cheap this is pretty cheap that's easily worth it for me so um uh a coworker of mine picked him up because he was going to walmart already so he picked me up those two Mm -hmm. and then this was like the weekend final fight came out and he saw Final Fight. And when you say Final Fight or when you say Centipede, those are maybe like the highlight games on it. Oh, uh, yeah, games. that's a good point, too. So when you say Final Fight or uh, Asteroids or Centipede, that is the artwork of the cabinet. However, there are three more games on top of that. Right. Like, like that. that's the main game that you can maybe came here for, but then there's also a bunch of other ones on it. Yeah, and they all use the same control panel. Mm-hmm. So, like, Asteroids um, has just buttons, but then... There's a spinner on the on the right that Tempest uses and Lunar Lander and maybe Major Havoc. So they're all kind of the, they have a similar control layout so that uh, all the games that are on it can be playable. Right. 
Just like if you're going to play like Mortal Kombat, they have all the Mortal Kombat's on it, so that uh, the button layout's pretty similar. Right? Yep. But yeah, you're not you're not going to have Mortal Kombat with a spinner on it unless right. it's modded. Right. Um, like my centipede cabinet is a spinner, and there's no joystick. There's no. There's not a spinner. It's a trackball. Mm-hmm. There's no spinner. There's no like tons of buttons. It's just a button or two, and then a spinner, um, and then that's centipede, millipede, crystal castles. Do those all use spinners? Yep. Okay. And something else I can't remember because I honestly don't. That game's just okay. I know that centipede uses a spinner. That kind of makes it cooler that he uses a uses a spinner. A trackball. Like trackball. That, that that's okay. That's what I meant to say. Yeah, say me too. Spinners on asteroids. Um, the asteroid, the stock spinner is absolute garbage. They make replacements. Even Arcade One Up has now made replacements for the trackball and the spinner hmm. that are better than what shipped. Gotcha. Which is good. Um, oh yeah. So asteroids and centipede were on sale. I got those. One of each. Um, then the, the Walmart near you, the riser stands were eleven bucks. They are fifty dollars normally, forty nine. So they're I picked normally up, fifty dollars. Yeah. MSRP. That's crazy. Correct. Okay, go on. So then I think you, between you, me, and someone else, we got about, I got three or four of them. Mm -hmm. Um, Then our coworker was at Walmart that weekend, saw Final Fight, and pretty much just bought it for me. I had to pay him back, but like, he was just like, I got you this. I was like, God damn it. (laughs) The cool thing about Final Fight is that Final Fight is like, just like Street Fighter, which I love Street... Not Street Fighter, I'm sorry. Streets of Rage. Oh, yeah, yeah. Streets of Rage, I love that game. I grew up on it on Sega Genesis, so I love that game. Um, 1944, the plane fighting game is on there, where you, like, uh, it's kind of like a shmup, like a shoot 'em up so it just scrolls up, and you're just planes flying around shooting. I love those ones. Love that game. Um, what the hell else is on it? Strider, which is... Uh, I played the Sega Genesis version, and then Ghosts and Ghouls. Ghosts and Goblins? I don't know. That game is hard as F. I cannot beat the first freaking level. Hmm. It is absolutely crazy. What is it? What kind of style is it? Side scroller. You're a knight, and you get hit once by a bad guy. Your armor falls off, so then you run around in your I've underwear. I've seen this. And you're yeah. kind of throwing a javelin, or you can get fireballs. They made like a new version like for, what, like 64 or something there? Maybe PlayStation 2? Yeah, they had a new version. Yeah. Definitely. Um, and this is the older Gen 1 that doesn't have the nicer graphics of, like, SNES. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's still fun. I just need to, like, watch a playthrough to see how I beat the first Red Dragon um, devil-looking guy. I've only beat him once or twice, and I can't figure out how to beat him. Because he kind of hovers and swoops down and hits you. Mm-hmm. And I never know when to, like, jump over him or duck. So, I don't know. I suck at the game. <laughs> but it's enjoyable. Uh, so, I have three. Well, and then... Um, I have plans to actually make a Hydro Thunder cab. So I picked up a, another centipede cabinet because it was 75. And it's out, actually outside of my office. And um, I have purchased potentiometers and an Arduino to make the thrust thrust stick, thrust uh, yeah, I understand. Um, gas pedal thing for the game. Yeah, where you just push it forward. So would you buy that? What? the the piece to be your 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 thrust uh <laughs> the shifter if you will where you i am it. actually going to i have found a uh project that'll be kind of manipulating it's on gitlab so it's like a free open source thing but it is taking a e-brake for a racing simulator um and then just adjusting the neutral spot and stuff on the potentiometer slide to be uh, in the middle 
and then forward will be gas and back will be or yeah back will be reverse right and middle will be neutral gotcha so i once i uh prototype it and make sure that the potentiometer will work i will purchase the e-brake and turn it into a thrust handle cool beans and then when it comes to, does that have like a steering wheel that you're going to add to it? Or I will add a steering wheel and then I'll have to actually convert the game, the cabinet to a computer, um, which is why I have this little Asus USB, uh, Asus HDMI ah, computer. Gotcha. It's called a Vivo stick. Mm-hmm. It runs a small Intel Atom quad core processor with a couple of gigs of RAM. It runs the original Hydro Thunder just fine. The Hurricane version runs pretty good. I'll probably try to get a used computer for 50 bucks or so and then just use a, a normal computer okay so a pc will run in the cab and then it'll run obviously on the screen that comes with yeah, the, with the cabinet. Uh, or i'll upgrade it but it will be the screen seems fine enough it depends on hydro thunder hurricane if i can okay. make sure i get buttons mapped to keyboard presses so you can exit the game correctly so i'll have to kind of make a menu system because it'll boot up like hydro thunder right it, so right. boot windows then that'll boot directly into my front end which then will just allow you to pick Hydro Thunder or Hydro Thunder Hurricane. Potentially, I could have like uh, Off-Road Thunder or Arctic Thunder, the arcade ports as well, cool. or Rush or something. Very cool. Because then you could use the, yeah. the thruster still. Mm-hmm. It's still in the same series of Midway uh, Thunder games. Okay. But that's the plan. Uh, I got one of the devs in the back said he'd help. He's an Arduino fan. I'm, I have experience in coding and programming, I just haven't done it for a long time, so it's pretty rusty. But I could fumble my way through. It'd just take me a while. Mm-hmm. And by a while, I mean a couple of years. <laughs> it, it, it'd get put right next to that virtual pinball machine I have. Yeah, no kidding. Well, that's really cool. Because no one else is making that. So you no. Said, I'll just make it myself. That, that's, yeah. really, that's really cool. I like that idea. I'm on Facebook, uh, Arcade One Up Groups, and I'm the, I'm the one there going like, yeah, Hydro Thunder, and then no one makes it. Right, right. <laughs> Um, I probably should maybe once I started, I should probably document it. I gotta get the artwork done and all that stuff. You should for sure. I would do the artwork afterwards. Get the project done first, and then do the artwork. Well, yeah, make sure the game works. But yeah, then they someone has templates for the sides, so you can make your own art and mm-hmm. all this other stuff. So that would be super cool. Um, I actually need to make you know follow through with this thing because I think it'd be pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. It will. It will be sweet. God, what other crap did I? I bought F fourteen. Oh, we went to Kevin's the other day. He's trying to move out of his townhome, so we went up and grabbed Sopranos on Monday, and we pulled Sopranos back to work. Uh, so now that makes uh, like eleven of my games are at work. It's it's a good handful. Uh, you've done a pretty good job with actually moving them around to to fit that wall. Yeah, I'm gonna tighten them up, and we'll put Sopranos there, and then hopefully I can get Black Knight done and move that out. Mm-hmm. But um, all the employees. There's a handful of them are obsessed with playing pinball now. I know. It's pretty cool. It is cool. I, uh, no one ever played besides us, and now there's a good handful that all enjoy it. And the top games look to be like Lord of the Rings, Medieval Madness, and maybe Ghostbusters. Yeah. It's like the only games they play. Mm-hmm. Which is cool. It's just, I'm never there. But I that's fine. Go. At least somebody's actually able to play them now instead of just maybe you once a week or something like that. What do you mean? These games should be saved and pristine forever. <laughs> I guess. I guess. Um, we haven't touched your games. We're, we're going to have to like start planning stuff out for I fixing your I, games. I'm not even concerned about my games anymore. I've just, I don't even give a shit about my games. The Taco anymore. Bar has a roller disco. 
Do they really? Yeah, it's just not at the bar. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I haven't played it. I didn't even see it. If I would have saw it, I would have played it for sure. Um, the What I've mainly been doing is I've been, I've been playing a lot of uh, Nintendo still. I've been buying new games. We just got uh, the brand new Sonic racing game. I think it's pretty good. I don't think it's... It's not really child-friendly. That's one thing I would say about it. Is it's made more for... Somebody who's used to racing games, someone who, who can handle a, a more mature racing game. It's not like I know it looks cartoony, so it looks like and or you would expect it to feel like uh, Mario Kart, but it's not. It's definitely a much more mature game. It has a lot of thinking involved because you you run with a squad, you run with a team, like you and maybe two AI characters or maybe you and two real people, and uh, you work with each other to make it your team get across the finish line uh, in front of the other, the other teams. Uh, and then you guys' you guys' whole points are measured for like a team. So if you make it across the line, but then you have two people that are at the last place, well, then your team doesn't win. Do you see what I'm saying? And you as a team can build each other up. Like, like you guys can drift with each other. So uh, the guys behind you, they'll Is build up. Is every race with teams? Yes. I didn't realize that. You cannot race by yourself. Well, technically, you can race by yourself, but you will be racing with two AI characters. Yeah, I didn't realize that time. it was a team race. No, it's always a team. There's no individual races. Does that um, get frustrating? Kind of. Uh, but when you're playing by yourself, which is mainly how I play, all you have to do is just focus on doing your best. And if you can do your best... And just let and just keep handing stuff back to them because that's one thing about it is the way you can build up your uh, super meter because uh, that's probably the best way to play is just constantly focus on trying to build up your super meter. So once you get your super, you punch that and it just gives all three of you this super boost and you just blow through everything. And if you make contact with anybody, they just go flying. Uh, you that, still have pickups, right? Like yeah, Mario. Yeah, there's tons of pickups just like Mario. And when you pick it up. You can either choose to use it yourself or pass it back to somebody behind you. You mean on your team, though? Yes. So you can pick up something that has, like, rockets, but you're way in the lead. Well, obviously, you don't need rockets because there's no one in front of you. But the people behind you, they definitely need rockets. So you, so you just put out a call. Who needs rockets? And then one of them back there calls it and takes it. Uh, so that's when I race. The main thing I try to focus on is, one, my race line because... When people are following you, if they're trying to drift in behind you, whenever somebody follows you, two things happen. One, it builds up the super meter, and also when they're in that drift lane, uh, they also get like a turbo boost themselves. So then when they can, then when they leave your drift, your what, what do you want to call your it? draft? Your draft. That's what I'm trying to say. Whenever they leave your draft, if they built up enough turbo, all of a sudden their boosters just kick in and they blow by you. So as a team, it's good, but if an enemy is behind you, draft It doesn't help anything. No? It doesn't help at all. Oh, okay. No. Enemies can't draft behind you. Only teammates can draft behind you. So you do the slingshot thing. Yeah, you'd want to do... If you were a pro at it, you would just be drifting and uh, drafting off... I keep saying drifting, but you'd keep drafting off of each other the whole entire time. Hmm. That'd be the best way to do it. It, From my understanding, and this is back in like the Wii, Wii U days, where you had Mario Kart and then Sonic racing sure is that sonic racing was the technically more not advanced but more technical stuff to it so it was a little bit more 
not geared toward adults, but definitely if you wanted to have that, uh, you wanted to take Mario Kart to the next level, you would go play Sonic sure. Racing because it has a few characteristics in it that make it a little bit more technical or harder. Mm-hmm. And I've never, I own it on Wii U. I've never played it. Oh, okay. <laughs> obviously I like to buy games and never play them. <laughs> it's kind of your thing. Uh, also it matters what kind of character you pick. Like for instance, like a Sonic or a shadow, they're all speed. But uh, they take heavy impact. Like if they get shot by a missile, it hurts them a lot more. They don't rebound really quickly. Uh, whereas like a Knuckles can take a shot and basically kind of brush it off. He doesn't hurt, doesn't hurt him that much. Uh, someone like uh, Tails, I would, you're not going to call him an engineer, but I guess that's mentally how I classify him. But like these characters, they are able to handle going like off road or, or dealing with other problems really easily whereas if sonic or knuckles go off road it slows them down quite a bit where they're these little hazards don't bog them down so each character kind of has his own thing and uh so also like a character like knuckles he has more weapons so uh, wait doesn't knuckles sound overpowered no knuckles is he's he's technically slower okay so he has a little bit of slowness right he can take impacts pretty easily. So he's like a like a like a big character right. in Mario Kart. Yeah, yeah, he's more like a brute, right? And uh, he also has more access to unlockable like, weapons and stuff. So he can when he runs through those bubbles and picks up weapons, he can maybe get something that Sonic can't, but he can toss it back to Sonic. So there, so Sonic will be able to use these other stuff, but he might not be able to get it off the bat if when he tries to run through a bubble or something. Um, anyways, I enjoy the game. I do not enjoy it as much as I thought I would like it. I think that it is a visually good game. I think that it is races really good. I think that it is kind of a bummer that I'm always on a team. I didn't realize that. I know. And I know that the people who made it, they made it this way. This oh, is the wait. Way it, is it called Team Racing? It is called Team Racing. Yeah, It is there called you go. Sonic Team Racing. So... That is the mate that is the way it is built. They designed it that way, so it's not broken or, or or frustrating. Like this is what they wanted the game to be. I just don't really care for the game to be that way. How come it's your AI is like if do you usually get first a lot? Yes. And your AI is what? It it really matters, and and here's the thing, I guess I get first when I play on like easy levels, but there are some hard levels. So maybe I end up in like a third or maybe even fifth or something like that. If you're on a hard level like that, sometimes my AI characters can go ahead of me and they can do better than I can. Uh, and I'm just doing my best. And if I know I'm not going to do well, I just start handing every everything, any kind of weapon I get, any kind of boost, I just start handing that off as fast as possible. Like if you guys can get across the line ahead of me then our team will do better. You know what I mean? What I'm wondering is if if there's a better way for you to play or if it's just the mechanics aren't good. I, I'm not saying the mechanics are bad. I think the mechanics are probably really good. They're just really good for a game that I don't necessarily want to play. I just want to play just a... I want to race by myself. I don't want to have to technically think about other characters all the time. I don't want to have to think about... 
getting my team across the line. I just want to just race myself. I want to shoot other people myself. Uh, and you can do that. You can race that way and just leave your team back there to, to do the best that they can. And sometimes they do fine. Uh, but it is best if you're thinking of them. Hmm. Because otherwise, you might end up in first place, but they end up in like seventh and eighth. So that doesn't help you at all. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, Speaking of Switch, mm-hmm. I was on a trip to California a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I had bought Mortal Kombat 11 for Switch. And I'm in the airport, and I'm like, oh, I'll try this game out, because I haven't played it yet, and I think I bought it in April. Right. Put the game in. Obviously, I don't have internet, because I'm not going to join random Wi-Fis. And... Uh, you you can't play the game without internet. Oh, for real? I can't play single player. I can't play multiplayer. I could only battle against a AI character in practice. No way. That's it. That's it. That was it. Pissed me off. I guess I knew that it needed uh, internet for a lot of stuff. I knew it needed internet for several of the different features that were in it. I didn't know that you couldn't even play like story mode or something no, like that. Yeah. No. You fucked. Wow. I was actually mad about that. I'm sure you it's would. story mode. Why? Why do I need internet to play this? That's really goofy. I just wanted to play story. I wanted to kind of work up. You know, they had those towers or whatever they call yeah. them. And you, no. Nope. Even Destiny One, back in the day when it first released, uh, it was told to everybody you cannot play this game even in story mode unless it's online. But that was actually a lie. I've played it offline the whole entire story mode uh, when I was on North Dakota. But, um, and maybe they've changed features or done stuff, but when I played it, I played it totally offline, played the whole entire story mode. Uh, this feature is really stupid because this game is, or not this game, but this system is made to be offline a lot. So if they put a game on there that's solely online, even during story mode, that's weird. I have no problem if there was like an internet ability. Sure. Like, like big paladins. You playing against multi people or multiplayer the entire yeah. time. I get it. You obviously need need to be online to play multiplayer. But like to play story mode and have it offline and blah blah blah. That's, to that's have it locked foolish. out. That's really stupid. Oh, it's frustrating. Hmm. I don't. You might have gotten a new game, but you remember Nintendo Direct just happened at E3 the other week. Yeah. Did you watch any of it? No. Or did you see whatever is coming out? I, I I did see a brief list of stuff that have come out, and the list is pretty freaking huge for this year. Switch has a crap load of games coming yeah. out. Including uh, g- games that uh, have already been released on other platforms, but it's really exciting that they're coming to the Switch now. Witcher 3. Yep, big deal. Huge deal. Mm-hmm. People are excited. And then they even said that the graphics aren't even turned down that much. Like, the draw distance got moved, you know, back or forward. Sure. But, like, the normal overall graphics are still pretty good. That's good. Which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, my excitement is Luigi's Mansion 3. That's that's really exciting. I freaking love that game. I bought a GameCube copy, and I played it in my Wii. And uh, we have a 3DF, 3DS at work, and I contemplated buying the game so I could play it um, on the work 3DS. 
My uh, my son really likes it. Uh, he's watched the whole entire story mode, like just the story on YouTube. The Luigi's Mansion? Yeah, he's watched the whole entire story. Oh, he likes on... Ghostbusters. Yeah, he loves Ghostbusters. Then he would love this game. Well, he does. He likes Mario and he likes Ghostbusters. This is a perfect mix, mix and match. I am waiting uh, for them to bring Luigi's Mansion 1 and 2, a.k.a. Dark Side, Dark Side of the Moon or something. When did the first one come out? It was on GameCube, man. That was like okay. 15 years ago or something. Gotcha. Um, you, if you have a Wii, you can play it. Uh, they remastered it for a 3DS, which, mm. you know, I also don't own. We have the one at work, but, um, it's a super fun game. And the original one, your son might actually enjoy it because it's not hard, but it's not easy, but sure. the controls are pretty basic. They should re-release them for the Switch. Exactly. I want They them. have a lot of other stuff that they've released for the Switch, like, including like, just like the regular Mario's and stuff like that. Yeah. I freaking want to play the originals. Mm-hmm. I want to play them come, through. It should come in a pack. Yeah. Like you can get like a deluxe pack. So you get like the, they get Luigi's <laughs> so, 3 and then the other ones. Luigi's Mansion 3 comes out in September. So I'm wondering if they're going to do a full pack as one of the options. Like here's the game for 60 or here's the three pack for 100 or something. Yeah. Which would be smart because I would love to play all of them. I would gladly pay the extra money to get all of them. Uh, Breath of the Wild 2 got uh, announced as mm-hmm. it is in the creation. Obviously, there's no dates involved. I have not beat the original Zelda Breath of the Wild. It looks really good. Uh, it looks a lot darker. It looks like it's like a. It almost looks like Twilight Princessy, where everything is covered in like a dark evil, and even the bad guy Ganon looks like a zombie, kind of mm. like coming after you. So, it's going to be very dark. But it's the same engine as Breath of the Wild, so it'll, same graphics and stuff. Right. But just darker. Right. And then there's the Link's Awakening remaster, which kind of has that cool live-action-y claymation look. I'm excited for that game. I think it looks, yeah. That's like a Game Boy game. Yep. My, I think my son will really like that game a lot. Well, was there anything else? I mean, there's a bunch of stuff, but I don't remember. There is a large list. I Since I don't have it in front of me, I can't really comment on it because I, I can't remember everything. But I do remember just going through the list and every single month, oh, there was like, let's say seven games coming out every single month but every month there was a game i thought yeah i'll buy that yeah i'll buy that yeah i'll buy that so i was just i was kind of blown away i was like there's a ton of games in here that i want to own not just that i think will be good games like for instance like the witcher 3 i think that'll be a good game i don't want to own it i just don't correct yep it's not my right i don't have time for it but there was another game during that month that i did want to buy so it was just i was kind of blown is that for switch only or just you mean in general just for the Switch. I was, not re- I was not referring to like the Xbox or anything else. There was just every single month. And I'm not saying I'm not going to. I'm not going to buy every game that comes out. I had to but stop. I was like, just kind of blown away. I, as like, I want that game. And I want that game. So and I want many that one. And I want that one. Games. <laughs> and I, like Mortal Kombat I bought because I thought we were actually going to play it. Um, my gosh. Oh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Oh, yeah. See, again, there's another one. Super excited about that game. Really Bold, excited about that. Boulder's game. Gate. A trailer dropped for that. It's like a dungeon crawler. That looks pretty fun. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna buy it, but it does look good. Uh, Pokemon Shield and Sword. I'm probably gonna have to buy that. I don't even want to, but my son loves Pokemon now, so I'm probably gonna have to. Buy yeah. It. C- Crash Team Racing got announced. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spiral the Dragons coming out. I will buy that. Which one? Spiral. Mm, yeah, I remember playing that. That's the hard part. There's a oh bloodstained ritual of the night that is um 
from the creator of Castlevania, so it's a very Castlevania e game that should be pretty good. Right, it looks really good. The other Bloodstained was a Kickstarter, and I don't know. I remember hearing a bunch of people complaining about it, but I don't know if it was a good game. I stopped kickstarting at that because I like kickstarted ukulele and stuff, and they turn into just crap shows of missing their deadlines and then not coming out. And all, oh my god, I just mm-hmm. stopped kickstarting. There's one game that caught me off guard of actually maybe liking it was Minecraft Dungeons. It's a four-player co-op dungeon crawler. I don't know anything about it. I I heard you briefly talking about it to one of our coworkers. I don't know anything about it. But well, yeah, why don't you? I have I know nothing about oh, okay. it. Okay. All I know is that it's in the Minecraft world. It right. looks like Minecraft, but the camera is pulled kind of top view, mm-hmm. and you and four player like it's four players co-oping through dungeons. Okay. Now, if that my son loves Minecraft. He watches Minecraft videos all day, <laughs> of course every day he does, on yeah. YouTube. Um, I and he we can both play dungeon crawlers pretty good together. So this would be like the perfect match. I could say, hey, buddy. We can play Minecraft because he's still too young to actually play Minecraft. Oh, okay. It's it's too complicated. He loves watching it and he loves the world of it. And like there's some Minecraft like uh, movie on uh, Netflix that he watches. But it's as a game, it's just too complicated for his his age. Whereas this would be perfect for him. He can run around in a dungeon crawler and starts just slashing everything. That's easy. And that's the that's what I oh, I um so this it's not a full nostalgic trip, but like Gauntlet Legends and Gauntlet Dark Legacy are the those are the dungeon crawlers that I grew up on. Like the Gauntlet one and two, like what we have in the courtroom. That's way too old for me, but Legends and Dark Legacy are the more 3D looking, their Dreamcast kind of age, and um, PlayStation 2, and those are what I love. I fucking love those. You got f- up to four players, you're co oping through, you're collecting gold, killing a bunch of crap. It's just a big ass hack and slash. Um, and they're a little easier than Diablo, and it's more fun and smaller maps. Sure. And it's more of like a. There's a one path. It, it's a maze, but it's one path. Right. Um, so if. The Minecraft one is actually kind of fun. I'll buy it. And I think it's going to be online playable. I most likely am going to buy it. So if anything, I can try it first and I can let you see what yeah. it looks like and stuff. Sweet. Uh, there's a new Wolfenstein out for Switch. There's a new Doom out for Switch. Mm-hmm. I, I thought Doom and Wolfenstein just came out last year, but there's a new one. I don't know anything about it. It blew me away that Doom was a new game. I didn't realize that it was a new game. I thought this was going to be like an expansion, something like that. Exactly. I the fact that it was a brand new whole game, I thought, really? Didn't we just have a Doom just drop a little bit ago? Uh, yeah, because I bought it. Yeah. For my Korea trip. Right. Uh, and, it, yeah, it's a brand new game. Um, otherwise, Settlers of Catan came out for Switch, or is coming out for Switch, I should say, which is a very fun board game. Um, I have it on Xbox 360. This is going to be fun. And then the other big one I remember is Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games Tokyo 2020. The Mario and Sonic games have always been extremely popular um, for full full game collectors for like the Wii and the Wii U. Those games are very hard to find because people like to keep it and hoard yeah, they, it. And then when they cool. sell, it is very expensive. Right. Uh, but that is they're usually great. And when they, I watched the trailer for the new game, and there is so much to do: hmm. rock crawling and everything, tons of stuff. So that should be a pretty fun one. 
Um, also, that Hawaii Shakedown game, if you remember, it's like Grand Theft Auto 1 or 2 top oh, yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. I think that finally released, and I haven't bought it yet. Um, but I want to. Mm-hmm. Was there anything else? I know you probably have more for... Oh, obviously a new Animal Crossing is finally... A trailer was released. Right. That, that I, you probably n- don't know. No, that means much. nothing to me, but it's a big deal to a lot of people. A lot of people all over the internet were talking about it, and I, it means nothing to me. It, it I don't know really it. is just... What do you call those games where it's just like a t- collecting, time-crunching... Uh, a mobile game? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're playing uh, uh, the real life of a character in a game... Oh, like a sim? Yeah, sort of. It's a sim with some um, wood chopping of like just repetition of collecting crap and trading it in. Farming. And get, yep. It's just a big farming game. And I think a lot of people on the original, maybe it was one of the original farming kind of simulator Animal Crossing games. And so people just flock to it and then they've always held on to it as one of the biggest titles. Sure. Uh, for that, doing that as the most classic. Uh, what I've heard on Twitter lately is that People are mad about the new features they brought to the game. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I know there's some, you can collect a few items and then build your own tools or something. And people are mad about it. And it's like, I don't understand because you don't want the copy paste of the original Animal Crossing. Sure. Every console. That's so boring. Right. And this looks like they actually changed and made it um, new for the new era. Uh-huh. And they'll probably get more people in the game. Uh Hopefully they took some hints from their mobile version, so they have some cross-play. You can visit your friends, um, Animal Crossing campgrounds and stuff, or what they're calling it Islands Horizons. So um, you said you got into Destiny Two. Um, yeah, I started getting back into Destiny Two again. I I have been playing. First of all, I guess I hadn't been playing a lot of games in general. I had uh, kind of just. Not on purpose, but just uh, just kind of falling off of gaming as a whole. And then uh, one of our friends was playing a lot of Apex Legends and kept wanting me to play. And I, start, I started playing Apex Legends quite a bit, so it uh, it pulled me back into gaming. But Apex Legends, just like Fortnite, it's just the same thing over and over and over again. And even more so than Fortnite, because it has even less stuff to do than Fortnite. And it's newer, and it was really popular for a while, but now it's really kind of fallen off because, unlike Fortnite, it's not evolving all the time. Fortnite is constantly evolving and constantly has new content that they're just dumping in there all the time. Whereas Apex Legends, it blew up so fast and so quick because it just was not Fortnite. Uh, and it was close enough to it that people were like, I, I want to play something else that's not Fortnite, so they just started playing Apex Legends. But anyways, due to the fact that it doesn't evolve, it feels old. Don't... I swear they had some stuff that evolved. But it, it was probably... You saying like DLC stuff? No, it was like they had like a month thing or like a uh, yeah, season. A, a season pass. Yeah, they, they've dropped, I think, two season passes total now. Uh, and there was a recent update that came out not that long ago. I am not saying the game is bad. Please do not misinterpret it. I think that the game is good. I've always thought that the game is good. At the same time, I'm just kind of over it. And, and that's, that's not a bad thing. I, I'm. It's just for me, I, I want more. Uh, and right now, Destiny's back on the rise. Uh, they've 
cut off from Activision. They're on their own now. They're they have all these brand new visions of where they want to go. They've already started dropping kind of new DLC. They have a big, huge DLC coming on the horizon that's going to change kind of everything. They're going to try to go, uh, well, not cross-platform, but uh, cross-save. So at least if you play on a different platform, you can have all the same stuff as you did you know, on a different console or something like that. That's right. I did see that. Uh, the future is obviously I, to be cross-platform. When you told me that, I didn't realize that they broke off Yeah, on their own now. Yeah, they severed uh, from Activision, and they're so that, that bu- are they still Bungie? They're Bungie. They're only Bungie, and they own themselves. Because um, we were on the phone when I was fixing Batman, and mm-hmm. I remember you told me that, and um, it was amazing. This this is what they've probably needed for years. Yeah, to make sure that the game that they want, they vision, gets out instead of having their overlords hack it up and then right mess it up. Right. I, I think that's what the big downfall of Destiny 2 was, is that they had a lot of really cool ideas and a lot of cool features, but then it I feel like it had a lot to do with Activision superimposing its vision over the top. Like, you have to make this much money, and you have to chop up and add this many little, little tiny features that people can buy and stuff like that, because uh, they want to make tons of money. And I get it. A, a corporation wants to make money, but that's all Activision is. They're just a corporation. Whereas Bungie are game makers. They're artists who want to create something that is fun. And uh, I'm not putting all the blame on Activision. A lot of this has to do with Bungie too. It, I, in my opinion, Destiny 2 did not come out of the gate real awesome. It, it, I take that back. It came out of the gate real awesome just because the story was good. I enjoyed the story a lot. But after I was done with the story... I didn't want to do anything with it anymore. I, I didn't think it was nearly as fun as the original Destiny's, you know, finally came out to be. But now, Destiny's in a really good place. They've continued to evolve since then. A lot of DLC has come out since then. So you say that, but my whole thing still was, is it too much too late? It is possible. The thing is, even then, they're on a hype train now for two reasons. One, it was big news when they severed off from Activision. So people started coming back just because their name was back in the news. Mm-hmm. And then they have started dropping all these new little DLCs and stuff like that, and people keep hearing that uh, they're not the same old Destiny 2 anymore. A lot of stuff has continued to evolve, and they've fixed and patched a lot of things, and maybe you hated this feature. Well, that feature's not even in there anymore, and stuff like that. Uh, or maybe they didn't have enough content. Well, there's been several DLCs that have dropped since then. Have you even tried this really cool new feature that's been out? No, you haven't? Well, check it out. I think you'll really like it. And uh, because of that, right now, there is a ton of content. There's almost so much content, I don't even know where to start. So I've just started. I've just gone into it. Like, I'll figure my way out from here. And I've just... I haven't gone back to the old story or anything like that because I've played through the story. I've just tried to figure out, like... What is here now that I haven't played yet? Or what I what do I need to start hunting for? What do I need to start looking for? And I've just kind of dived in, and I've really enjoyed it. And I feel like there's just so much content just floating out there that I just... <laughs> I literally just, just jumped in with both They feet. also stated that they're going free play. Yep, that's a, that's a huge deal. Uh, it's totally huge. Uh, I even told you, I well, my basement's still not done, but like I need to go find my box. That my Xbox is packed up. And they got to boot it up. I got to update and um, maybe start dabbling around because uh, I don't game anymore at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I only played a little bit of Switch because I was at an airport. Um, 
but I did enjoy Destiny a lot because it's it's the, I love co op games and mm-hmm. that's a co op game where you get a couple buddies and you go fight AI because mm-hmm. PvP stuff is not my thing. I get anxiety over it. I always am, think I'm gonna get my ass kicked. So when I play StarCraft online, I just it freaks me out. But I'll play StarCraft against AI. Sure. Um, and I remember you helped me play through Destiny, so I remember that. That's kind of how I feel about games a lot. Is that I get stressed and I get angry. The only time I ever get angry, like throw a controller or something like that, it only happens during multiplayer. I never get frustrated when it comes to AI characters. It doesn't matter how tough the guy is or how frustrated I am. I it doesn't freak me out like that. But if I'm in competition and I'm getting blown away, then I will rage quit or something like that. And that's not a good attitude. And I don't promote people doing that. But I mean, it's it's what I do sometimes. Uh, anyways, you go on. Oh yeah, so I I need to do that. I gotta get my Destiny two back. That um, if they're going free, so what, what do you think they're gonna do? Are they gonna do what Fortnite did and just say, hey, all this is gonna be free, uh, but when you want to get costumes and different weapon looks and all this other stuff, that's what you're gonna have to pay for. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's exactly where they're where they're going with it. I know that there's maybe I think this newest DLC that might be coming out might cost money. It might not. I'm not 100 percent sure on that because the whole entire free to play was what everyone's talking about um and free to play is definitely the future for a lot of games i'm not gonna say for every game but for a lot of games it's a big deal because you can get in for free you can do whatever you want for free but if you want to have that cool outfit over there well, that'll cost you money it's but a you, different mindset right yeah. it's you get a bigger player base but you hope that they spend a few dollars here and there and that player base is so big that you pull in hopefully more money than you would have selling individual copies of the game right um and with the accessibility of gaming now mm-hmm. so now that xbox games are on pc what, what do they call that x cross platform no but well yeah but they have a they have a new thing now where you can stream games when you log in i figure what that's called. it's not it's not uh x play or are you talking like xbox is like x cloud and stuff yeah like now this stuff like that it's like you don't you don't need to sell a game. You just need if you do the transactions inside of it, like Fortnite proved it, Minecraft's proven it. Yep. You yep. can you can make bonkers money. Mm-hmm. And especially with all these new little systems that are coming out, like for instance, uh, Stadia. I don't even know how Stadia works to hundred percent, but Google Stadia and Microsoft's X Play, uh, with you being able to play on any device. That's a huge freaking deal. That means that maybe I can't afford uh, a big expensive console system, but with Stadia or with Google, with Xbox, you know, X Cloud, whatever they call it, uh, I can, all I need is a controller and a subscription to this thing. And now from here on forward, because I might be able to pay, you know, whatever the monthly subscription is, ten bucks, twenty bucks a month. Yeah, but now I have access to all of these amazing games. Yeah. And you don't have to buy each exclusive one. Exclusive games. You don't have to rent each one. They're right. already there. Right. Because even if you rented a on game, on anything, on on my cell phone, with just my Xbox controller, I can play uh, Destiny Two or something like that on my cell phone. That's wild. Mm-hmm. Um, the hard part too is there's a handful of people, probably like me, where they freak out about the cloud because I don't mind buying games, but I want to own my game. Yeah. And, and so, that that is a big deal. Is technically you don't want anything. No. You may have paid for it, and they may have said that you own it, but if that company shuts down, you don't own anything. You own nothing. You no. own air, yeah. Yeah, like Hydro Thunder Hurricane. 
I own it. I mm-hmm. bought it. It's digital only though. So when my 360 broke or I shut it off, how am I going to play it again? Mm-hmm. Like, what if my drive got wiped? Luckily, Microsoft's pretty well known. They're going to keep up their server stuff. But the only hope I had was that they ported it to the Xbox One. Right. And they did. But are they going to keep porting it and porting it and porting it? Luckily, Xbox One is x86-based. So now the code uh, on all their games that they're porting should be compatible with the next gen. Mm. And even PC, which is true with their Hurricane. But the mobile version of Hydro Thunder, it's Go... Gone. It's gone. Right. And you, you paid for it, but it doesn't matter because it's in the cloud. It's only in the cloud. Right. So you have to hold on to that A fucking Windows phone. Yeah. Yeah. Which I have on my desk. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're going to wrap up this update, uh, and then we will plan another episode, and we'll maybe make it more structured. Yeah. Yeah. This one was mainly us trying to catch up and talk about what, we, what we've been doing since we've been gone. Holy moly. When was the last time we went to Adventure Zone? I was just I was there the other day. Any new arcades? Uh, it looks quite a bit different in there. They've they've removed a lot of they've moved a lot of stuff. They've added a lot of new games. It's definitely newer since you've been there. They did get Halo. That's huge. Two player though. It's good enough for me. No, I know, but they got it. Yeah, yeah. And then um, Ghostbusters, Halo, Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. Is there another one? I thought there was another new game. There's like two new ones, but I can't think of them off the top of my head. Are they like the old big huge Pac-Man looking or Galaga ones? No. Okay. No, it's nothing like that. It's something like like like, like new like little crossy road games and stuff like that. Oh, I don't care about those. Yeah, but it's stuff like that. Did they get rid of the Star Wars pod one? Were no, you getting that thing? Still around. Is it still a couple bucks? No, they've lowered it down to I think it's the same price as everything else. A buck. Yeah. I remember it was like three, two, yeah, three, five dollars. Three bucks. Three, three bucks. Now, it, in my mind, it was worth three bucks because of the whole entire experience. But you'd only play it maybe once, or maybe twice total. Because it's the six bucks if you play it twice. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they've dropped it down to it's just the same price as everything else now. Cool. That route operator, it's got to be a cash cow down there. Mm-hmm. They still have H2 Overdrive. Mm-hmm. I think they fixed them a couple times now, though. I almost played it the last time I was there, but uh, I did not. Oh, I still got to find one. Oh, so I was talking to a guy in Proctor. Uh, me and him have not connected uh, in person. Um, he's been busy doing uh, building a race car uh, for like dirt track stuff. And then I've been obviously busy with work. But I would really like to get my hands on a stand-up version so I can uh, start diving into that hard drive and see if I can take out some of the... You have to use assembly language on the code and uh, the image to kind of pull out. Uh, Hydro Thunder was built with this Voodoo specific Voodoo 3 card. And so it'll only run on a computer with this um, special card. Hmm. And I would love to get in there and pull some security stuff out with one of the devs. Okay. Who is highly trained in assembly. Interesting. Um, once that's done. And then, can, wait, time out. What is the purpose of that? So you can pull it out and then put it on something else? So the my whole plan was um, we uh, no one can run Hydro Thunder, the arcade game, on a MAME computer. <clears throat> so you can't fully emulate it. And it's because of all these security checks. Um, so if those get pulled out, you then will be able to run it on pretty much any PC. Uh, then you could make your own cabinet and you just need a computer. 
Sure. You then can put it on your, you know, potentially you can run it on your phone and whatever else runs MAME. Gotcha. So it's a that arcade emulator. But um, that game, because of the hardware restrictions, is very... You, you can't, you know, back it up. You have to have hardware and those cards. So like an original Hydro Thunder video card is $400 on eBay. Hmm. Now, some person, I've talked to him, he took some time and dove in and rerouted some checks for the video card and he's made it so that you can use a consumer grade voodoo three card however those are still one to two hundred dollars if you can find them mm-hmm. and so you're still pinned to a specific hardware device um, and now that those are all old and going away uh you can't archive this game right so once once those cards dry up or once those com- old computers are hard to find or unfindable the game's fucking gone uh and that's sad that makes me cry <laughs> Well, that does suck, though. Totally, because it could be lost to yeah, lost to time. But uh, what was my daughter gonna play YouTube? She's just gonna watch YouTube videos of Hydro Thunder <laughs> while I talk about it all nostalgically. <laughs> I don't know if your if your daughter is gonna care, but but I understand. That's ridiculous. Don't say that stuff. Yeah. Make me cry. <laughs> but uh, I understand you trying to save it because I I get it totally. Like if it's a game that I loved, I don't want it to be lost to time. Yeah, no kidding. I'm gonna. I should just be buried inside a hydro cabinet, (laughs) (laughs) cremated with me. That would be awesome. All right, Um, we're gonna make another plan for the next episode. We should maybe do something fun. Maybe do a. We could. We should actually interview somebody. There's a couple people at work that are kind of into gaming that we could talk to. Totally. Yeah, we actually have quite a few people that are all gamers. And Chris. Chris, uh, Chris, can't, I can't think of who you're talking about. Mr. Fancy Pants mm-hmm. uh, with like 80 System 11s. Don't know who you're talking about. Yeah, I've been talking to him. <laughs> He's got like four playfield swaps to do on pinball machines. He doesn't have any time. I'm trying to get him to come up and visit me, but he says he's busy. Four pinball, uh, four face swaps. It sounds like a handful. Yeah, it says it takes him about two days. No way. Because he spends like eight hours each day on it. Wow. Yeah. It's a long process. But either either way, that's still faster than it takes us to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had a spare play field for a game and I never got to it. I just ended mm-hmm. up selling it. Exactly. Mm, yeah. that, that's my point. That's my point. I'm really, Chris pointed out, I'm really good at getting things, starting them, not finishing them, and then selling them. Yep. That's kind of how I feel right now about uh, my two games. I'm just ready just to dump them as is to anyone who wants them. I'm over it. You can go get it. There's a hard body for sale locally. I, I, it better be fully functional because I'm never going to end up fixing it. I'm going to fi- I'm gonna fix it for you as like a birthday present. <laughs> that sounds fine. All right. Well, let's wrap it up here. All right. Well, Steve, until next time. If the women don't find you handsome, they'll at least find you handy. (laughs) Except for us. (laughs) They'll never find us handy. Not even with duct tape. Not even with duct tape. See you guys. Bye.